So in making a graph, which is always a good way to see what you have, looking at the cost and the revenue and looking for the break-even point, a really easy place to start is this fixed cost of $285. Give yourself enough room to grow. Zero sales. It still costs you $285 because you went into the recording studio. And then we have a slope of $1.85 per CD it's costing you. So I'll just take a guess. It doesn't have to be accurate for what we're doing. Cost function. Put the cost in red. The revenue function is often going to start at the origin because if you don't sell anything, you don't make any money. Now this has a slope of 15, much bigger than 1.85, so eventually you will hope the revenue will catch up with the cost Oops, and then exceed it. I've got it going into my formula, but that's okay. So the revenue function, 15x, intersects the cost function at some one point in this case. And that point, as you remember, is our break-even point. So I haven't taught you anything new yet. I just want to lead into matrices with something that you already know. So the break-even point would be some x here, some number of CDs you would sell, where your revenue would equal your cost. And preferably, we would like to then go past that, right? Hoping that we have a large enough um, audience or large enough um, base to sell to. Now, we also know that the profit function is going to match up with the cost and the revenue function. Our break-even point is where we make zero dollars in profit. And then our profit will start to go up and we'll go down. When, if we don't sell anything, we lose $285. So we profit negative 285 there. So there's a relationship between cost, revenue, and profit because profit is always revenue minus cost. So our break-even point is right there. Now the algebra involved with the profit function or with finding the, finding the break-even point using just the cost and the revenue looks like this. P of x is revenue minus cost. And what did I just leave out intentionally? Would the profit have a plus 1.85x? This is our cost per CD, right? So we should probably, not probably, we should make sure that we subtract the 1.85 by putting parentheses around our cost function. And our revenue function doesn't need them because it's starting out in the subtraction. It doesn't hurt to put them, but we don't usually. So our profit function simplifies down 15x minus 1.85x, 13.15x minus 285. Did I do that right? So the profit is 13.15x minus 285, meaning you make $13.15 per CD, subtracting off the cost per CD, 
but minus your overhead of 285. And to find the break-even point by setting the profit equal to zero, I'm going to add 285 to both sides, flip it over, and we're running out of room. X is 285 divided by 13.15 is the number of CDs you would need to sell in order to break even. And again, we would want to sell more than that. So round it up to the nearest CD. I'll let you figure that out, and then we'll come back. So you get X approximately equal to 21.673, which to the nearest CD, you always want to round up because you don't want to lose money, right? We are in business after all. 22 CDs would be the number you would need to sell in order to at least break even. So that's using profit function, revenue minus cost. But we could also have set the revenue equal to the cost, and you probably were wondering why I didn't just do that in the first place. 285 plus 1.85x needs to equal 15x. And the easiest thing to do here would be to subtract 185x from both sides, $1.85 per CD. And again, there's that 13.15x. And so we get the same solution, approximately 22 CDs. The reason I like to show both ways is just to remind you of how the profit is related to the revenue, both graphically and algebraically. And we can see the relationship between revenue and cost graphically and algebraically. This point is an x-coordinate and a y-coordinate that the two functions have in common, the point of intersection. But it's a very simplistic example, only two variables. You have only your profit, revenue, and cost depending on how many CDs you sell. But in business, there can be a lot of variables that go into your profit, your revenue, your cost. And not even just in business, but in life. There are a lot of variables that contribute to any particular event. So we're kind of outgrowing our use for setting profit equal to zero or revenue equal to cost. We need to move beyond that. And to do that, we need to think about more variables. For example, Profit could depend upon not just how many CDs you sell, but also on how much money you put into advertising, or perhaps even how much money you put into your lawyers so that if you get sued, you can, you can cover your losses. So there could be a lot of variables involved in the profit. And so let's look at a slightly more advanced case, and then we'll be moving into matrices.